Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Practice squad signings did take place yesterday. Roberto, Leo Collins, Damian Wilson, two of the four. Yep, that's uh, it's good news to get Lyle Collins wrapped up after that had become really confusing and bizarre mm. where it's like, oh no, it's done. And Lyle's telling Nick Eatman that he's there and then Nick's like, yeah, well, I mean, Lyle, uh, he's still not here, actually. And then we got through the end of the day, and people were like, well, Buffalo might come in. You might get Buffalo. They could come in here, swoop in, make things difficult. And then finally last night, the news comes together that, all right, good, he's there. And then Damian Wilson, uh, the fact that you're going to go ahead and put him on the practice squad, I think that that's a good call uh, just because he's veteran linebacker. You clearly need bodies there. Um, and so, yeah, big additions, very familiar, getting the band back together. I mean, they're not big additions. Big additions. Uh, well, I do think the Lyle Huge. Collins ones has a chance to be a big addition. Why? Because if he can step in there and if he has the workout, like they said, if you can add offensive line depth, that can become a big addition if Tyron Smith gets hurt. There's always a chance of Tyron getting hurt, and I feel a lot better about Lyle Collins coming off the street than Chumi Doga. So that, to me, is a big addition because it could save you. Clarence Hill and Josina Anderson well. throwing some fuel on the Dalvin Cook fire. Josina said the Cowboys will consider potentially adding him. Clarence said the Cowboys are indeed doing their homework after Dalvin Cook was released by the New York Jets. Due diligence, they call it, right? Yeah, due diligence. Doing our due diligence. Uh, look, I mean. Wait, so yesterday when Nick was on, mm-hmm. he said, I thought he brought up a good point. He said, is 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 Rico Dowdle better than Dalvin Cook? Yes, right now he is. Okay. Oh, to me, given what they need him to do, he's better. Like, I mean, Dalvin Cook's a better pass catcher, but Rico is more explosive than Rico pass blocks. But not that Rico's been great at it this year, but he's better than Dalvin Cook. And so, to me, I, I don't think that Dalvin Cook is is better right now. Not 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 enough so to take away snaps, as long as he's healthy, which right now, Rico is not healthy, and that's been an issue for him for four years. Tony Pollard was asked about his year, and he said, I thought I would probably have a better season. Uh, where we are as far as playoffs and rankings, I couldn't complain. It's been an okay year. I hold myself to a higher standard. Uh, why not more big plays? Quote, I'm not sure. But the season is not over. We've got a lot of games left to play. We will see. As for his health, I'm great. Ankle feels good. There's no nagging problems or anything like that. I'm ready to go. Man, I think it was Nick yesterday who said his longest run of the year was 30 yards. I would have lost a lot of money betting that that was his longest run of the season. Yeah. And there was a Tolo who hit me up earlier in the year and said, 
He doesn't have the same burst. Whereas the, it was like the second game of the season or the first game, and I was like, you're ridiculous. Like, you're overreacting. You're being dramatic. And uh, I would have to go ahead and apologize to that Tolo. Apologize. Because 30 yards for Tony Pollard, he's supposed to be the home run hitter that Zeke was not. I mean, it just it, maybe the injury did it. Maybe the workload uh, did it. It wouldn't seem the workload would do it in week two, right? Uh, maybe it was the injury, though, that is the reason that it uh, just it's, it's not there anymore. That was Nick's hottest and best take yesterday when he joined us talking about being wrong over the run game. He was going hard in with a Zeke opinion. He was saying, Skip Pete, the running backs coach, tried to tell us. Uh, they tried to tell us that Tony Pollard could not handle this workload. And all of us who wanted Tony to get those touches have been proven wrong. He had 70 yards at least in each of the first three games. Rushed for 70, 72, and 122. Since that time, the next 13 games, Tony Pollard has rushed for 70 yards once. Wow. One time in 13 weeks. It has not been a good year for him. And look, a lot of times it is, what's blocked for you? What are you getting? Uh, I, I mean, there's some running backs who they can get you a little extra they can you know do things after contact but right now Pollard isn't one of those guys he's getting what's blocked for him which isn't very much pro bowlers were announced snub Tyler Smith was snubbed that's how I feel about that okay Tyler's uh, Tyler to me has been their best offensive lineman easily this year and I mean Tyron has played well I get inconsistencies with injuries. There's some really good tackles across the league. I get how he didn't make it, but to me, there's no excuse for Tyler Smith not to make it. The 49ers came in hard, hard charge with that push to to take over. Cowboys have like five guys leading it at position groups heading into the final ballot. Then the final ballot comes out yesterday and it's like, oh, all of a sudden CeeDee Lamb's been passed by Brandon Ayuk as the top receiver in the NFC. The 49ers guard has surpassed Zach Martin as the top vote getter. It's like Micah, Aubrey, and that was it were the top vote getters for the Cowboys. Charvarius Ward had passed Deron Bland as the top corner. So late push for the 49ers. Micah looked like he was complaining about that a little bit on Twitter yesterday. Ayuk's having a good year, but not better than CD. No, CD Lamb's been the best receiver in the NFC. It's not been close. Micah Parsons on his podcast was talking about that very subject. C.D. Lamb set two Cowboys franchise records in the game. He passed Michael Irvin for the most catches and the most receiving yards in the season. He was selected for a drug test. It doesn't even matter. We <laughs> know he's clean. That's C.D. Mm-hmm. Lamb, the best receiver in the NFL. Not top five, not top three. He's top two, not two. And I think he's putting on the show. And if it wasn't for that little drought period before he had to show that he's always open, he arguably would have broke the record. I don't care what nobody say. C.D. He's a boss. He probably should be Offensive Player of the Year. C.D. Lamb, congratulations, brother. You are truly showing why you're the number one. There was a lot of naysayers. I remember Richard Sherman early in the year said Man. he wasn't even a top five receiver. A lot of people said he couldn't be a number one when Amari Cooper was gone. CD's still here. He just continues to get better, and he's having a year of his life, and he's going to have a big, big payday coming soon. I did not think he was going to say naysay. My, my chest tightened up either. when he said that. Reese Parsons. Yeah. <laughs> I need the isolation of that CD. Mm-hmm. Lamb. It needs to be a drop. Is that what we're doing? I didn't. I did not know that that was the uh, sound can effect. Can I just and can I uh, just briefly complain? Mm-hmm, lamb. <laughs> can, I, can I briefly that. complain mm-hmm. about the replace gallops with that? I, I hate the the little. Whoosh. 
like little like yes. sound effect style on some of these podcasts. It just it, it feels so inauthentic. Yeah. Like, all right, if we go on this rant and then uh, hit me with your little sound effect swipes here and everything else. But CD uh, mm-hmm, Lamb, <laughs> he is. He is. I, I mean, it's you can't make a case he's the best receiver of the NFL. You cannot make a case. Um, probably not. That's Basic, not probably. Basic had him three. You. He's absolutely top five now. Sure, but you can't make a case number one. Over no, Tyreek? Over Tyreek. You can make it's a impossible. case. You, you, can't, you, can't, you, can't even, you can't even you can't even play devil's advocate. Um yeah. I, I mean I, I think you can make a case that he's like when you want to talk about technically like technically speaking and well rounded and everything else, you can make an argument that he's right near the top. Okay. Tyreek yeah. Hill's a freak. Tyreek Ty- 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 yeah. Hill is so much faster than everybody else. But if you want to talk about like who's a cleaner route runner, who does that? Like CD's better at that than Tyreek Hill. Sure, whatever. Don't care. Like, like Tyreek just flies by everybody else, and uh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to give Lamar Jackson all the credit for being a running quarterback, and then you you want to discount CD Lamb's technical ability. I mean, like, yeah, but no, but no one's going to say that. I mean, the argument starts is can he be number two? Like that's where the argument starts. Like, is he number two this year? He he is because Jefferson was hurt for a large part of it. What That's is going on with Mozzie Smith's weight? He dropped a lot of it. I probably saw, like 30, 40 pounds in the middle of the season. 30 or 40 pounds in the middle of the season. Yeah, he's... he's John Oning from PFF was talking about Broadus citing that, talking about that, and then going off about this as a humongous major, major problem that Clarence Hill asked the coaching staff about the other day. So why did he drop all that weight? They... they have not made it very clear, but I think the sense coming out of there is they want him to be quicker. And they think that, you know, we've heard about him being quick off the ball, being a problem this year. I think they think that he'll play quicker and faster. But to me, it's like, well, you didn't draft him to be a three technique to rush up the field. You draft him to take up space. And yeah. so having him play, he 30 he, or 40 within the season. Yeah, is that it even, seems a lot. That's a lot. I know. How, how heavy was he when he got picked? Like 330? Like, like he's a big guy. Uh, he's. You you take a look at him now. He's probably under three hundred pounds. Who loses forty pounds in four months? Uh, I like, mean, that's not right. Kelly Clarkson. This, 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 I mean, how right? often do you see these offensive linemen get out of the league? Joe Thomas and Joe Thomas drops a hundred pounds in like six months because it's if as long a lot of those guys right. it is the conditioning. If they if yeah. they want to tweak you to do a certain thing, you can drop weight pretty quick. Yeah, it. Um, <laughs> the best part of watching that Michigan Bama game was all the reaction of which uh, which of these Michigan defensive linemen the Cowboys are going to miss on yeah. next. <laughs> And they're nasty. And they're nasty. But but at least three of those guys will be a bust in the league. That's kind of the way it works. Could, couldn't get Aiden Hutchinson and Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Had to get Taco Charlton and Mozzie <laughs> Smith. So they're changing his role then. They're changing it, his it, role from a one to a three. It feels like it. it. It definitely feels like they want him to be quicker off the ball. Now, you can be, if you play with enough power, you can play one technique at 295. It's more difficult, but I mean, he's somebody who I don't think his problem getting off the ball was an issue of weight. Like he wasn't quick enough. Like he's a freak. He's an athletic freak. I think his issue is instincts and timing and just still trying to get a feel for that sort of thing. He's still a very young, raw player. I don't know how much I I like the idea of him dropping as much weight as he is, but you can stand there. If you look at him just standing there on the field, he's smaller. Like it's, it's really obvious. People coming after Will McClay again? Yep, that's what it sounds like. Jeremy Fowler over at uh, ESPN. Uh, Dan Graziano and him, we've talked about this article before. Every week they kind of just do a ping pong back and forth, just stuff they're hearing from around the league. And uh, Jeremy Fowler says teams are, there's some buzz that teams are loading up, getting ready to pursue Will McClay again. Now, obviously the 
He's been really comfortable here. He likes things here. The Cowboys are willing to back up the Brinks truck for him each time that they've needed to. Um, but it, it does at least sound like some some teams are going to try and make a pitch for him, even if it's unlikely he were to leave Dallas. I think it'd have to be really, it'd have to be a really specific scenario, and I don't even know which one that would be. But I'm saying I think it'd have to check off a number of boxes for him for him to consider it. I think he really likes the setup he has here. He's not one of these ego guys. I think who feels like, well, I need to be called general manager. I think he he likes that he's been able to build the entire scouting staff the way he wants and have the control he does. It was family that kept him here. Uh, that's uh, Brian has said that I know is that, you know, he's had, he's, he's got a, he's got a son who has been, you know, he's, he's single dad. And so he's, he's had a son here that he's tried to, you know, stay around for. That's one of the things that Brian stayed for. Right. Was that Bennett growing up? He he couldn't take a gig again. it's, It's very, 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 very common. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it would be, it's it's one of those things where it's stunning he hasn't been poached, but, I mean, there's a certain thing where, you know, if you've got kids in the area and you can't leave, it's just like, what are you going to do? Well, and you, you can't discount the fact that even though he's not named general manager, he has complete control to build that scouting staff the way he yeah. wanted, and he's been able to put guys in a place that he wants to build. The Cowboys have a very specific way of operating their scouting process that differs from the rest of the league that I think it's it's something where Will McClay feels like I've completely built this and I have complete control over this and regardless of titles I don't know that I'd be able to have in place exactly what I have in place here if I were to go somewhere else so there is an attractiveness here and it's you know they they make sure that he's paid like one of the better front office guys in the NFL did Bronis's kid go to a game with Zach Recently, he went to the uh, Big 12 title game, Texas, Oklahoma State. Okay. Yep. I was like, Will Chuck's getting a lot of these tickets. Are they coming from Broadus? Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. That's he World was, Series offers and everything. This is the guilt. That, that, this that, is still the guilt mm, trip. That, that, that's, that's making the rounds, asking everybody if they got free tickets. That's what Will Chuck's Zach? <laughs> yeah. What are you insinuating? Well, I, I'm, right. I'm saying he came to me and said, do you have a hookup for free tickets to the Texas game? Bet on- he likes to fart in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bet online with the very latest on who is going to win it all. The favorite is uh, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. No, San nope. Fran. San, San Francisco. Francisco. That's my guess. You want to you make up your minds? That's my guess. San Francisco. San Francisco 2-1. Thank one. you, Peyton. No. No. Baltimore second, then, then, then Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo. I can't believe it. I know. Why did you guess Buffalo? Because they're the third best team. I, I think that you're gonna fall. I, if I were making the odds myself, I would put wow AFC teams near the high higher because I think San Fran is the more likely team to make it out of either conference of the top two. Okay. So I would have the second, third, and fourth team be out of the AFC. After Buffalo. Dallas. Yes. Then? Kansas Kansas City. City. Yes. Then? Believe Land. No. Detroit. No. Philly. Philly? Philly. Really? Then? Clowns. Neither the teams that you named. Really? Okay. Uh, Miami. Yes. Oh, yeah, Miami. So, San Fran, Baltimore, Buffalo, the Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles, Miami, then Detroit, Cleveland, Jacksonville. Uh, man, I, honestly, like, 
in the NFC, man. It's 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 San Fran. Obviously, there's no to me like there's no doubt. It's like San Fran's the clear favorite. But dude, if you can't make the conference championship game this year, you ain't never gonna do it. Somebody look. Someone's gonna get picked off. San Francisco's not like a guarantee to win it, but but it really does feel like you're in an well any given Sunday type of feeling in the NFC. AJ Brown finally graced us with his words. More filthy drama. Who is he blaming yesterday? And Kyrie Irving addresses the Jewish sign in Utah. Plus, is ABC ESPN going to have to pick between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Mm. Kimmel next? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is Jones slinging it outside. And then Lucas sees it get to drive and boom shaka. Follow-up with the call on Bally Sports. Mavs get back on track by walloping the Portland Trailblazers by 29 last night. Luka with 41. 30 in the first half. Did not have to play the fourth quarter. And Kyrie Irving, he had said after the first game against Utah, yeah, I didn't want to step on any toes. And they're like, you need to step. You need to put on the high heels. Don't sniff him like Orlovsky and step Gross. on everybody's toes. And Kyrie Irving scores 29 points. But, Bobby, Derek Lively gets hurt again, along with Grant Williams, both of them with sprained mm. ankles. Yeah, I mean, Grant Williams hasn't played this whole season, so I don't know how much it matters if he misses a game. But Man, he was uh, averaging 15 a night until the uh, he wore the Eagles jersey. He, he's been absolutely <laughs> terrible he's lately. He's, he's seriously just been a black hole. The, the Derek Lively thing is bad. Like, I mean, if you don't have Derek Lively for the rest of this homestand now and potentially after, just because sprained ankles can be finicky, they're they're screwed on this homestand because he is, when he's off the floor, they're just a bad defensive team. 
when he's on the floor, they're they're and rebounding. Good. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he can rebound, the fact that he can contest shots, block things. He is the only one, it feels like, on defense who communicates, calls out screens, does other things. And so uh, they are uh, they're in some trouble if they're without him for an extended period of time. It just it sucks that, okay, Kyrie's finally healthy. Here you go. You got the opportunity. And then Derek Lively goes right back out again. Rest of the games on the homestand, Portland again. Good. That is tomorrow night. Minnesota, the number one seed in the West. Memphis, with Ja just creating crazy highlights every mm. damn night. The New York Knicks and Jalen Brunson, and then back-to-back games against the Pelicans, who is uh, up there in the seedings. I was waiting for more Zion drama for them to plummet, but the Pelicans are there, so that's the rest of the homestand at the AAAC. So assuming Maxi Kleba is still not going to come back after two months with a dislocated pinky toe or whatever it is, I mean, then that is that that's the one that goes wee 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 all the way home. Two months, yeah. two months, it's still going wee wee wee. Yeah. Man, but you you talk about their bigs right now. If, if Grant Williams, who's kind of tweener, but I mean, essentially functions as a big. But I mean, Grant He's Williams, six six, he had a big. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> he he functions as one at times. But Grant Williams and and Derek Lively have been out. All right, then that means the guys you have to to kind of play in the paint right now are Rashawn Holmes and Dwight Powell. And you've got like I mean, you got Minnesota coming up, which is a team that has really good play with their bigs and you know it's just a tough stretch that they've got coming up and to be without Derek Lively I think it kind of throws off their entire defense haven't had a Kyrie controversy in a while well this one came from Utah where a rabbi said that the Utah Jazz made him take down his sign that said I'm a Jew and I'm proud and he said that Kyrie Irving complained about it the Jazz said that the sign created a distraction and interfere with play of game. So they asked him to put the sign down or leave the arena. So this is a story that started to simmer a little bit yesterday. Keep in mind the new Mavericks ownership as well. Kyrie Irving was asked about this after the game last night. He said he made no complaint about the rabbi's sign. Kyrie quote, I wish him and his family well. No disrespect going their way. That's not my M.O. So I'm glad to see that Kyrie Irving quote and statement after last night's game. Yeah, and now it's uh, it's, it's the classic he said, she said. Uh, you know, and the Mavs and Kyrie are going to be taking the stance that he said I, he said nothing. And the rabbi and his his uh, whoever people were with, I'll take the other side, and they're going to they're going to take the other side. And the Jazz are kind of playing the middle, like hey. We take we want no signs to have any kind of distraction at all in our building. Well, no. look, yeah, no signs to taunt the opponents. Don't ever, don't ever bring those into the Utah. Which, Jazz yeah, Utah, facility. Utah crowd's known for doing a lot of things. We don't want any controversy around here, Stockton, uh, Malone. Or, or Malone, <laughs> or Jimmy Kimmel as Malone. Um, look, for the benefit of Kyrie, Ir- this is just from the perspective of Kyrie Irving. This story, th- this thing's going to go away. Oh yeah, real sure. quick because. As I said in the very beginning of this whole thing, the Dallas media were just not going to press and ask him about this every single day for the rest of the week. In the New York media, they would. And that's where Kyrie would get more irritated, answering the same thing. It'd be in the New York papers. It'd be in the tabloids. It's not going to be a story here after today, in my opinion. That's my guess. So that's Kyrie saying, did not happen. Tim McMahon saying a Mavs source told him it did not happen. Poof, gone. Bye-bye. That's the way it's going to go.
Gone. And that's a benefit for Kyrie Irving playing in this market. Yes, because if this was in Brooklyn, uh, this would not go away. It, it just would not go away right now. I feel it also wouldn't go away because the Brooklyn era Kyrie, it does feel like Kyrie wants as little, like, these things dragging on as much as they have in the past. And so I could just see that. Feel it, like he does want them or does not. Like want my them. concern is last night if, if he was going to get asked about this that he was going to go, yeah, that happened. I did that, and that that instead if he just yeah. goes, well, that never happened. I wish them no ill will. Yeah. Whatever else, then okay. Well, then it's it's harder to keep this thing going if Kyrie's not going to keep it going. Right. I mean, look. I mean, Kyrie has did Stephen A. kind of be like, dude, you you play in the NBA, you can't just say you don't don't talk about me, don't talk about my contract, don't talk about anything. That you could, you know, and, and, and if he's playing in Brooklyn, if he's playing in Boston, you can't get away with that. Like, half the town can't even watch the games that he plays on because of the network they're on. Like, this is the perfect place to just disappear. I think that I, I believe Jazz Security, yeah, went up, told him to put it away. Everything. They, they, the, the fans here are potentially filling in some gaps because they say Kyrie went over to Mavs security and then Jazz officials came over to So I think they're making some assumptions. The only thing definitively they're saying is that he, Kyrie communicated to them no need to bring that to a game. Now, if Kyrie said that, is he talking? But like, if, is there any chance of confusion? Was he talking directly to them? Are they close enough that it was like very clearly he was addressing them? Because Kyrie's not one typically, I don't think, to to then Lie. walk away from it. Like, yeah. Kyrie's usually going to double down. Right. And so I don't think anybody's lying here. I just think there could be filling in some gaps and then it's or, and making some assumptions. And Well, someone told the we're... security to get rid of the Yeah, sign. that absolutely yeah. happened. The someone jazz, told him. The Jazz may have told him, yeah. maybe, this is an issue, you need to put it down. All right, as he thankfully just announced to the entire sports world the other day, A.J. Brown... Spoke yesterday. Oh, thank God. I know. And here's AJ talking about all the drama that he can't stand the offense. He can't stand Nick Sirianni. And why didn't you talk to reporters after the Arizona disaster? We're being friends. I think uh, conversations get blown out of proportion. Sometimes it may be, it may look heated than what it really may be. And nowadays everything is broadcast. If we have a conversation and we we we're arguing, I'm arguing about targets or something like that. And in reality. Just something that we may saw or he he didn't see or I didn't see or something was said and, and that that'd be the end of the end of it. It doesn't be that deep. But the media, the reporters say whatever, on the TV, the commentators say whatever, the whole world go with it. Okay, so that's, while I spit this that's out. uh that's classic uh just you know, blame the media talk. It's 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 uh it's right out of the playbook. Uh he said other things in this that were you know kind of exonerating, not exonerating, but kind of saying, put an end to the feud between him and Sirianni. Yeah, that was him and Hurts. With Sirianni, said, people say I'm beefing with Nick. I'm not mad at Nick. I'm not mad at nobody. We have a great relationship. We're riding with Nick. We're riding with the OC. We just have to come out and play ball. But the reason I didn't speak, as my mama told me, don't say anything if you don't have anything positive to say at all. So I was just filled with negativity, and I did not want to speak after the Cardinals. Look, he took him to an escape room. Okay, they went to an escape room. Everything is clearly okay. And my thing is that you can say, "Oh, well, you guys were going to twist it." That, that's a that's a classic. You, you, it's it's much easier to just say like, "Well, it's it's y'all's fault." That that's why I didn't talk. Which is funny because after he was leaving the game, that audio of him saying, "I'm not talking," he says at the end of that, 
it's not you guys. It's nothing against you guys. I just got nothing to say. It's like, okay, well, now you're coming out a couple days later and saying, oh, it's you guys. It's the way you report on things. I uh, that That's why I didn't talk. But ultimately, I mean, to say if you don't have anything nice to say, it's like, well, that says that if you were going to go out there and talk, you were going to say things that were worthy of being written about because it was all going to be pretty negative. We got some drama, apparently, at the Worldwide Leader. Not just Minnie Mouse smoking no. the cigarette uh, with that amazing video that came out yesterday. At, at, stunned me that it was a guy. I know. Why, Choppy? You can't. I, I mean, I would just think. What are like, you assuming? I mean, I, I'm not assuming anything. I just was surprised. I was surprised that you had Minnie you Mouse think, being played by a guy. I you don't think Rowdy? You don't think Rowdy could be a girl under there? I, I, w- I, I wouldn't. I think I, they can. <laughs> it just would surprise me. All right? It would surprise me. I don't know. It would just like surprise a podcast. Me. <laughs> just would surprise me. I just, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be my first go-to. Yeah. If I see a... Female character, I would just assume be a female under there. I male agree. character, I would just assume be a male character. They can there. be anything they want. They okay? can be. They absolutely can. They can. They can. So yes. apparently, apparently, Disney has a problem with Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. Mm. ABC, ESPN owning all of it, right? The parent company. So what if Jimmy Kimmel is so ticked off that he wants Aaron Rodgers taken off? Of the ESPN platforms with his weekly $1 million a season commitment with Pat McAfee. This is what Mike Florio, front office sports, was reporting about yesterday. That Disney may have an issue on their hands having to pick between the three. Yeah, uh, but other reports are saying it's unlikely that they do anything about it. It is unlikely. In, uh, from The front office sports article says ESPN will probably do nothing. Unless it gets bigger, PR often lets things fade. Management, too. If they get to the football weekend without more, they'll look at it as a win, says another ESPN source. But maybe they talked to McAfee about avoiding topics with Rodgers like this next week, which you may not even have to avoid it. McAfee was apologetic yesterday. Um, yeah, to start off a show. Yeah. Like, basically right off the jump. Oh, the machine's gotten to him. The machine's gotten to Pat McAfee. This is what we were all worried about. We were worried about his censored program at ESPN. Wasn't going to be able to say what he wanted to. Look. Wasn't going to be able to ask the questions he wanted to. First off, I did not realize the amount of people that hated Jimmy Kimmel on Twitter. I'll keep it to Twitter. Uh, second off, no. I'm not making any decision if I'm Bob Iger or whoever the hell is running the company. I'm not getting rid of anyone. Aaron no. Rodgers good for business. Pat McAfee's good for business. Jimmy Kimmel, you are a late night star. I'm not firing people because you fight within the network. If Jimmy Kimmel gets into it with Tony Kornheiser, I'm not getting rid of PTI. So we're not doing that. You're not carrying that big of a stick, and we carry on and move forward. But you hope, you hope that Aaron Rodgers does not go after Jimmy Kimmel again on McAfee. Right. If you're you're Iger, uh, that's, that's that's your win. I'm telling McAfee that. I'm like, look. For legal purposes, we need to stay away from accusing people of being on this Epstein list and basically calling them, you know, yeah. child molesters. So stay away from the topic. But they—that's what they do. They bait Rogers every week, and they go viral over COVID, over sure. this, over things like that, and they blow up 55, 60 million views. Look, it's—you uh, it, have to be able to uh, understand that these are three mega brands that are involved. The Kimmel brand is a big brand. He's probably the most famous person globally at the network. Okay. Right? Who would be bigger than him at Disney? Do they have Seacrest? 
Uh, they do, don't they? Because he does New Year's Rock and yeah. Eve. Seacrest's pretty big. Sure. Seacrest. But he's not on every night, right? But like from a, from a from somebody who's a regular on the network, I'm trying to think who'd be bigger than Kimmel. McAfee is the biggest media star in sports. And Rogers is going to the Hall of Fame in, in the biggest sport in, in America. Like, these are three mega brands that, that are just in, embroiled in a triangle of terror right now. So that's the latest drama, media drama. What's your final decision? Uh, I don't know, because you've got three guys who are probably, like Chop said, talking about their, their brand and everything else. You've got three guys who are not used to being told they have to quiet down. Right. Like, you've got three guys who are probably used to, I am the biggest swinging one in the room and I can say what I want and so it's going to be tough to have anybody backed out on why this. Peyton is suggesting that you just die on the toilet next in the payload 105.3 the fan I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, am I hearing this right? The morning show is letting Peyton Russell have his own segment? I just don't get it. We've known Peyton for years. He's horrible on the mic. I mean, gathering the foreigners, this is going to be a train wreck. Daddy does work work, and Peyton just does board hopping. That is right. Is another edition of the Payload here. 6.40 on a Thursday every week, and it was about 6.40 on a Wednesday last night when I made quite the maybe mistake of being in the relationship. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so I jumped the gun. You know, I'm already thinking ahead. You know, that's that's what I live life by, thinking ahead. You know, don't just live right in the moment. Think ahead. If you're except three steps ahead. Of, yeah, except for this show. <laughs> um, intros and everything else. <laughs> well, this intro's pretty good. Um, so <laughs> I, last night, I uh, I already booked the Valentine's Day dinner. Now you're okay. thinking, okay, you're, mm, let's see, six weeks out from Valentine's Day. And I called the restaurant. I can't say the restaurant name because my girlfriend Mackenzie does listen to the payload, and so I don't want to give it away. But obviously, it's a 12-star restaurant, you know, the best in the business, best in the Metroplex. Yes, (laughs) 12 or 13, whatever the Yelp said. Do you really have to keep the restaurant a secret? Um, It's not like a gift. She knows you're going to a Valentine's Day dinner, right? Yeah. Well, she does now. She knows she ain't getting queso. I see. That's what uh, I, I, yeah. I'm thinking. He he's he's set such a low standard with the types of restaurants that he goes to that it might be a genuine treat to her. Like, oh, are we going to a restaurant? You have to make a reservation <laughs> for cheddars. it. That I could see that he would want to keep. Well, because if I say the restaurant now, then she got six weeks to figure out. Okay, do I want to stay with this guy and actually go to this restaurant or what? So I, I'll keep it a I secret guess. now. Yeah. But you know, you guys know the name of it. You know, so you can judge me on that. But sounds very immature. I called the restaurant. And they said they kind of giggled and they said, "Oh, you're the first one to make a reservation. Anytime's open." And I was like, "Dang, was I early? I mean, I super early on this. I thought Valentine's Day was something you knock out early on because I mean, I thought the reservations 
you know, we're gone, you know, so. Yeah. Props to you. It's good good for you, man. Very okay. smart. Good. There's there's very few things worse than scrambling like Bobby would. Uh-huh. Uh, the week before <laughs> the Valentine's Day or the week of, and you're screwed. You got a 9 o'clock, you got a 9.30, you got to do it on a different day. So you did the smart, proactive thing. Don't understand why you have to keep it a secret, but yeah, that's that's strange. I got uh, I got New Year's Eve reservations day before. I was surprised for what? Where? Del Frisco's. What time? Eight. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. Was, was it very like surprised. their grill? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you it go. It was packed. It was slammed. Like they were, when we left at like nine thirty, there were people just then walking in. Yeah, like it was the one in South. Like it was slammed. Um, but I wonder if the eight o'clock New Year's is not a Big because you want to be at the party by right, nine. Right. Yeah, you want to go in at nine thirty, ten, stay there till the ball drop, but I'm still surprised you could get that. Yeah, I, I was too. I was I was we were we were like, oh man, what are we gonna get here? But uh steak. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean like what what kind of what kind of uh I know res- Yeah, I'm what joking. kind of places were we gonna be able to <laughs> get? Um but you know, the the issue here is are you worried that the relationship is like fading? No, no, not at all. I think that's be- why I already made the reservation. See, already made that's the, the thing. Because the, the, that's a classic move right there. When you feel like something is maybe kind of getting away from you, you, you gotta, plan something. You got to stay with me till then. Yeah, oh. you plan something to keep them keep them on, on the hook for a while. And that's how I was able to keep Sarah around for the first year. She kept planning things, and all of a sudden, she was like, well, I can't leave this guy now. So. And yeah. it's a classic move. You've been saying a lot of things recently that could tick her off. Yeah. Like, she obviously is not sure like how immature yeah, I told she her about is, that yeah. last night. She left that. She said, absolutely true. Well, that so. sounds very immature. Of her. You told her about it after yeah. she didn't hear I'm it. I'm telling you, she's, she's different guys. She'd yeah, be, be a better liar. <laughs> yeah. She's different. I, I can be verbally abusive and she just that's, has to roll that's right not off where her we're back. Going at here. So like, does this restaurant have like a special meaning to her? Is it a special type of food? It's just a wow factor. I just want to make it surprise, you know, be kind of okay. generic and cute. You're going to tell her how to dress. Uh, I might pick out the outfit, you know. I I, I might do that. Wow. Okay. I, I, I like that kind of stuff. You know, if that's a main card violation. Sure. No. Amish no, in the city. Amish <laughs> <laughs> in the city. I like that type of stuff. Put on what I tell you. And uh, you know, I have her location, so I know when she's home, and so I can tell her, "Hey, I know you're home. Start getting ready." <laughs> so, so wait, you get to know her location. She can't know what restaurant you're going to six weeks out. No, because I want to keep it a secret. I'm setting up a quadruple date. I have to. Yeah. I have to interact Whoa. with her. I have to oh. no, not with them. Uh, I have to. Oh. I have to interact with her and get get all of us out and about. We should be. We, we should be. I'm, I look for. This will ex- be fun. I look for excuses to celebrate anyway, but I got to see Mackenzie out in a social setting. Got to. Bobby, have you uh, already thought about Valentine's Day or no? Nope. Is that just another day? Yeah, would like you do big birthday? time for New Year's, Mister? I have to rage <laughs> uh, around town. Uh, yeah, I, I waited too long and we didn't have anything, so we ended up at home. Um, <laughs> And it was pretty terrible. <laughs> I, I, it made me, it, it confirmed my thoughts of like, yeah, this is a terrible way to spend New Year's. Not because you were sick? No, no. By then I was, I was all right. Oh. Like it was, I mean, my voice had come back a little bit. Nobody was really sick in the house anymore, but it's just. Uh, it, did you try? Did you look for a place? And how did your gifts no. go for the girls? Like the shopping, by the way, <laughs> that you waited last second for. Yeah, I was done. Uh, I had still, when we came in here for the, the Dolphins pregame show, I had not bought anything yet. And that was December 24th. So I had to do the Dolphins pregame show and then jump I thought over you were to- meeting Kristen the, the other day to go to the mall together. Yeah, I know. And then uh, it got through, thrown off because the girls weren't feeling great. So then Kristen had to go on her own. Mm. And so I ended up going to uh, Target on December 24th, which, by the way, 
run very efficiently. I did not have to stand in the line very long. <laughs> and so, uh, but no, I, I ran to the target around the corner and uh, did what I tend to do, which is just. Well, you made it by about two hours. Panic too. spend. Yeah. I'll bet you they closed at five o'clock. Uh, no, they closed at eight. But I, I had really? gotten, the, yeah, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and I was panic spending. I was just looking at things and going like, okay, I, I guess I'll buy this. I don't know. That if they so they were happy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. They were good. But and, I mean, it was it was definitely a bad way to do it. Okay. And you making a Valentine's Day reservation or plan? We haven't yet. We'll do something. I've got the kids that night. It's a Wednesday, uh, so it's going to be. Uh, I don't know what. To, I don't know what. It's we're not a Tuesday do. again. For the it's not a Tuesday, Peyton. Uh, it is not a Tuesday again. Look, oh. it, we'll do something. I'm sure. In in the in this modern egalitarian era, I think that they need to treat us, and that they need to handle the reservations. And I want to be wined and dined. That's what I'm putting on Kristen this year. I'm not Ooh. saying anything. Go ahead. <laughs> Say it, Your coward. Segment. All right, guys. So now. <laughs> it's the shod love. <laughs> I have a scenario that I debated with my friends over New Year's Eve. Okay. Don't ask me why we thought of this. You know, when what we're did drinking. you do for New Year's Eve, by the way? I uh, went to house party with my friends. That's the best move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause you know, uh, you just, sometimes McKinsey will go out, but then I was like, no, no, like, we just keep it, keep it classy. Go to a house party where you can keep social. Classy. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if that's classy. <laughs> I, I, we dressed up, you know, I wore the vest. I'm now a vest dressed guy. Up in, oh! Dressed up in what I you told to get, her to wear? Uh, no, I did not. He's I, a vest wait, guy. I like, brought, uh, like, 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 a, like, like the North Face vest, you know, you get like the all black vest oh, and you get like the plaid like shirt Patagonia yeah. fleece vest. Life yeah, preserver. I wore with the khaki pants. Like the, Jeff Fisher from 99. And I wore boots with it. Uh, Square-toed boots. <laughs> Is there a picture? No. There is. You want me to send it to yes, you? Yes, please do. Okay. I don't think I square would... toes the flex. Mirror selfie. Well, that's all the boots I have. <laughs> Give it to Ryan. Give it to Ryan. They oh, went Ryan. mirror selfie. People were McKenzie. making fun of your uh, cowboy uh, day, game day outfit. You weren't repping any cowboys gear. They said that you, uh, they said, who's uh, who's the girl with Jason Aldean? That's what yeah, people were saying. I, uh, <laughs> I dress up for sporting events. I dress up, uh, especially in those seats. You know, you saw Jason that we were with. I mean, he was in a suit. You know, like that that's how that's how that's how I roll to uh, sporting events. I don't dress I don't, up for sporting events. Yeah, it's it's an it's an event, right? It's a night out. I don't I don't wear team gear. I just, I wore a cowboy hat. You dress up flannel and a Danucci hat. I wore a Dallas Cowboys. No, I, I had a regular Cowboys hat on. Uh so I'll wear that, but I don't I don't wear yeah, I, I, I generally try to dress up for games. Okay. okay, so this scenario here, let's say you're home alone. So there's no wife, fiance, girlfriend, kids, there's no dogs or anything that you have to protect. You're in the bathroom. You're either going number two, doing your business, or you're Bobbing, showering for the twelfth time for the day. Mm-hmm. Not according hear, to Ryan. Uh, yeah, because he's stinky. Uh, you hear someone <laughs> break in. Now, I'm not saying you've been on the toilet for 20 minutes and you can just, you know, on TikTok you just get up and go, or you're just getting out of the shower, you're getting dressed. You're you're about 10 minutes done from being done with your business. You know, you're on the toilet. You're you debated sh- this with your friends. Yes. Ten minutes. Yes. You know, so so you're you're a nowhere. You're you're not in the position to just get up and go. You know, fight off whoever breaks in your house. What do you do? Do you like think of a plan to get out of there, or do you just suffer defeat and just let the robbery do, robber do their thing? Because you're in the bathroom, right? You know, so so if you you know flush a toilet, get out of the shower, you're probably giving away your position. So you guys considered <laughs> not getting up from going to the bathroom to die and get killed in your restroom because you did not want to abandon the toilet. That's an option. More like you didn't want to give away your position because if they don't know you're there, then they don't come find you. Okay. So, yeah, like the the general idea is that it's a smash and grab job. They're in and out of there in okay. two ninety set, you know, three minutes, five minutes. They don't. They're not looking to kill you. They're looking to take a few things and then leave. Because well, obviously, if you had like your wife or kids and they're like the, the no no brainer decision would be to go out there. You have to go out there. But I'm saying you're home alone. 
So w- what do you do in that situation? It's a crappy spot to be in. Yeah, literally. What brought this on? This, uh, this topic. Drinks. Okay. Fireball. There you yeah. go. Fireball. <laughs> I guess uh, the answer is how far away from my fire gun. That's yeah. it. If you're Ooh. if you're far away, if you're if you're you know if, that, if you can't get to it, then yeah. you just stay where you are because you ain't gonna do anything anyway. Right. Yeah. That's close for me to the uh, to the safe. So I'd probably get up and peruse over. But otherwise, you want to stay in there and hope they are in and out. Fine. Go ahead and do it. Just lock lock the bathroom door. Are they uh, going to break in? Are a lot of people going to go into the, uh, the 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 locked bathroom? No, probably not. See, I have a uh, closet. Yeah, probably we not. we have the problem. The new apartment, the master bathroom, does not have a lock on it, so it would just be a closed uh, door. So he could just open the door and uh, come there. So uh, I'm probably uh, making a lot of noise and coming out, and has, then that <laughs> makes them leave. Has the uh, criminal next door to you guys returned? No, nope. Uh, they they got bounced. They're nice. gone. <laughs> a trucker that comes text line says, "Fight him naked. You're at an advantage." You yeah, don't want to fight you, a naked guy. Yeah, you don't want to fight a naked guy. Especially <laughs> right. when he's not cleaned off. Yeah. You run out of the bathroom just yelling and screaming naked. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. I'm going to get you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they're probably turning around. They are running away. And escaping <laughs> and abandoning. So there it is. The Thursday edition of The Payload. That's the content you can only get courtesy of Peyton. Now I'm dining at this restaurant. And I want to see the picture. Did you send it to us already? I sent to Ryan. Oh, it's up on the fan cam right now. Look at that. The best. Oh, you can't see the boots, though. You can't see the boots. What a cute photo. You couldn't get anyone to take it? You had to do well, a we're, we're in the hotel room, so, oh. you know. Oh! Living, living in uh, sin. Uh, 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 uh. There you go. Pay. Oh, pan down to the boots. Look at that. Look at those square-toed boots, man. What do you think, Look Choppy? Nice. You're I, the, uh, uh, drive-by uh, cowboy. What, are we, uh, what, are we, what kind of pants are we wearing there? Khakis. I don't know. Khaki pants. Okay. Old Peyton Harbaugh. Nice. If I went with jeans, it was, I thought it was too much blue. You know, you got the blue, the blue plaid shirt on. I thought it was too much blue with the jeans. Hey, Pay, you look good. Thank you, man. You look good. Does she dress you? In addition to the Texas Tech gear? Um, yeah, she does. She picked up it out. Okay, there you go. I'm setting I up. haven't dressed myself in years. I'm setting up the date night, baby. Uh, baby. Time for a crab session, baby. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on DFW Sports Station. Some people are voting that Adrian Beltre is not a Hall of Famer. Let's call him out next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.